0: Welcome to the TPC Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Pentecostal Church is located at 3700 Kelly Highway in Fort Smith, Arkansas. With roots anchored firmly right here in the Arkansas River Valley, it continues to be a beacon of hope in a hopeless world and a hospital for hurting souls. TPC is a place where you can call home and fulfill your calling in the kingdom of God. Join us for this incredible word from the Lord today.
1: Now, you've heard some great teaching the last several weeks and God doing some great things. Um, I'm going to kind of go back to a thought. Seem seems like God sometimes directs me and keeps me in a vein for a few days. And uh, Brother Jensen may have heard some of this, uh, but I want to... Take you to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. I'm going to read a few verses of scripture there. Romans 12, 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And everybody said amen to that. Amen. Now, I don't do this real often, but I'm going to try to go to something totally different on a different uh, translation here if I can find it real quick. And I want to read that to you and a different translation here that I was looking at today. This is a New Living Translation, and uh, it says this. It says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And everybody said amen to that. I think that most of us today, we we understand by through media, through so many outlets that maybe we can uh, have obtained through information. And that is that there's a lot of different theories and thoughts going on in this world right now. There's a spirit of fear actually that grips this world a lot. And there's so many things that that they are speaking into us and to our lives, and we just pick up a lot because we are able to just actually with our phone, we just get notifications sometimes, and you just pick it up, and there's some news headlines about something that. It's just right there and, and just happens so quickly. But something that I, I want to talk to you tonight about and simply this topic is, what do you think? What do you think? It's not so much I'm talking about what do you think about the apostolic message? What do you think about uh, who's gonna be in the White House? What do you think about... Um, what kind of car you need to drive? Uh, what do you think about uh, Travis Carroll? What do you think about him? Uh, he's he's just going, oh God, not starting tonight already. But but what do you think? It's not even so much about what do you think about this church sanctuary. I think it's great. I think it's beautiful. But w- what do you think? What do you think? And, and it's talking in this passage of scripture that I'll kind of start tonight is that there are things that if we're not careful, we will start conforming to the thoughts or the process of this world. That if we're not careful, if our flesh is not brought into some kind of transformation, we will think like the world thinks. We will put our hope and our trust in things that really they don't have any basis from the Bible at all. It's just, it's a good idea. I I was talking to a guy, uh, ran into him at the coffee shop um, some Saturdays ago, and he's a really smart guy. I'd actually worked with him a little bit, and he began to tell me what he's doing. He's been working uh, on this international team from this, company and he said boy it's really interesting about all this and how economics and how the world flows and how these companies work and really is it's all this stuff and and I'm like well okay and he says you may have studied this in economics and all this stuff and he started going he says and you know numbers are numbers and when you really boil it down the numbers don't lie and numbers are true and they are true numbers do uh, give a straightforward answer to you and, and you've heard that two plus two is always going to equal what? Four. You just, some things. But he was trying to go through this and and that's all well and good to a certain extent. But if if you're not careful, that's the way you move your whole life. That it's all going to be just like this, the way the world says it's going to be. Uh, there There's so many places that people think it, if you do this with the police department if you do that with a police department uh, you you read the same news I do or hear some of them. somebody say I don't read any news well praise God I'm glad you don't but but there's different things that we we start taking in and we start hearing and it's just amazing that uh, uh, brother West I think even mentioned it last week or week before last is that they even, someplace they even, this one lady and one kid in school that, that she says she's a cat so they had to have a litter box in a bathroom for her. I mean, this world has got some crazy ideas that's taking place. I mean, they've just got all this stuff that they're, they're throwing out and, and just, just bringing to us. But it's my strong belief that if we will stay in his word and we will be a part of his kingdom, that we can actually be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Now, you say, well, what does that really mean? It, it, it really, the word really comes from metamorphosed, transformed. It, it's what they're talking about in the scripture, like there's a process of you being changed and That's what Paul's addressing now. You've got to understand, these are born-again believers. They've already received uh, repentance, baptism. They've already been filled with the Holy Ghost. And so he's talking to the church, and he's just saying that this is the way that you start being transformed. And he says, don't be conformed to this world. Don't don't be conformed to what their thinking really is. But be transformed. How? by the renewing of your mind and brothers and sisters it's a an old saying you've heard it you you you've probably already quoted it three or four times in your mind and they say that the battlefield really is the mind and it's true Uh, you you start thinking thoughts and some of you understand how real that can be but we must be transformed in our in our minds and our thinking and we we can't be we can't be conformed to what this world is saying and somehow we we can't be just molded into thinking that it's just going to be this way that this is really how everything's going to operate and we don't even take in consideration the kingdom of God and what his kingdom and how it operates his kingdom doesn't operate on the same concept that the world concept operates on for example there there are people that just don't understand why you'd walk up and put your money that you worked for in one of these buckets. They, they don't understand that. Why would you go to work and come up here and put money that you've worked so hard in right in this bucket and be so happy about it? Why would you give a percent even on top of that uh, before that ties and then you give offerings? Why Have you had anybody ever question you and say, well, I, I don't really... That doesn't make sense to me. You hear all these questions. It really doesn't make sense because they are conformed to the thinking of this world. There are people out there that, that they don't care. They're not going to give a dime to anything. And, and a lot of them just flat, being honest with you, they just think that preachers are a bunch of thieves. And uh, that's right. They just think that they take all the money and run off and do all kinds. And some of them have but there's a whole lot of really good preachers and pastors in this world. And they do those things that are, are right in God's kingdom. But you hear that, well, all this and that, and, 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 and then they say, well, and I don't even know why I'm going down this road, so maybe somebody has an issue with this, so maybe that's something. And they'll say, well, boy, did you see, did you, did you see what, what, the, what the man of God's driving? Good, I hope he's driving something nice. I hope he's not driving a beat-up something because uh, cause most of them all have driven something like that. For years, they've sacrificed to get something that's a little nicer. I told you the story, and, 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 and I tell people, well, my truck's 2011, so it's really not much you can talk about, but it's, it's a little nicer. But I was pulling into um, Mercy Hospital one day and they had the clergy right up front. I was pulling in there and I had my old truck and the school kids called it the green weenie. It was green, it had a camper shell on it and it had a big dent in the side, a big dent. I parked it behind the, uh, the driveway of the bus barn. Brother Hurst was getting the bus out and didn't see it and he backed into it and so here this, this Dent was in the side of it. So I was pulling into the hospital one day and uh, I saw this person coming out, coming to clergy parking. No, it wasn't Sister McCarley. It was somebody else. So uh, they were walking out towards the clergy parking lot and they started doing this. Like this. This lady, have you ever seen anybody do that? Like they want to get your attention? And just like give your attention. And so I, I, my window was already down because my air conditioning didn't really work real good at all in it. My shirt was already stuck to the seat. And uh, so I was like this. And she said, sir, sir. I said, yes, ma'am. I'm hollering now across the parking lot to her. She said, this is for preachers only. And I said, yes, ma'am, I am a preacher. And she went, oh, like that. So... A lot of people have all kinds of thoughts about stuff they have all these thoughts that that uh, whatever they go but but the Bible talks about being transformed that we just don't get all this stuff in our head that we think that that this is the way it responds I, I'm going to just jump right to a portion of my notes that that I was talking about, going to talk about the end, but I'm going to just throw it out here right quick. The kingdom of God operates through faith. It operates through faith. So there's so many times that we allow things to cloud our mind, and it doesn't take very long if you start hearing and seeing, and, and, uh, and all of a sudden we just start being... Conform to what they're saying. Well, this really couldn't happen, or the days of miracles are really over, or really nothing like this can happen, or should. I had a doctor looked at me and said, "Well, you know, we know that um, there's a miracle happen, you know, ever so often, and they're very rare." Well, I wanted to say, "You don't come to my church," but and I, I respect, but it's like she didn't want to give any room for the supernatural. She didn't want to allow any thinking that there could be something more than what she's going to give or say to the, the patient. And that's being conformed to things. And, but the apostle says, D- don't get caught there. Just, just be transformed. Let, let your mind be renewed. Just start allowing God to take you to this place so you can prove what the will of God is for your life. And all of us want to be in the will of God in our lives. I don't want to be out of the will of God. I want to be in the will of God in my life. I remember, oh, I don't know, five years ago, four years ago, five years ago, uh, my wife and I were living in an apartment, a flat, and uh, Brother West was kind of living over there, and he putting his house up for sale some years ago, and, and we would have this conversation he would say uh, "Boy, Brother Patrick I'm thinking about building a house and so I thought well I thought about building a house but I'm really not sure I don't know and so he was talking to people and I was talking to people and uh, he'd say well I think I am gonna build this house so I think I'm gonna build this house and I'd say "Boy, I don't I don't really know that I am going to build a house. I, I think I'm going to, and I'd have friends say, boy, I would not build in this economy right now. I would not build a house. I mean, and they were preachers, and they were men of God, and They not ours, but different people that were friends that I knew that they'd talk, oh, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't build. Well, guess what? Brother West built and built a beautiful home, and he built it at the right time. And guess what? God gave my wife and I a house that was just perfect for us and we didn't build a house. You say, what's the difference? The will of God. The peace wasn't that we should build. The peace was for him to build. And the thing you have to be careful is you just don't get caught in this thing. Well, this is how it always is. Brothers and sisters, we can't get caught in that. And this coming revival that God wants to see. Because there's things a whole lot differently sometimes in what we believe and how God is really gonna work and, and really move. But we're gonna be transformed in our minds. I wanna think what God wants me to think, amen? If God says do it, I wanna do it. If God says take this step, I wanna take that step. So, Here, a lady in John chapter 4, Jesus is going at a time that is noon. She's a Samaritan, you know. You know, the story comes out, meets this lady, and starts having this conversation. Well, she knows enough about some scripture, she starts trying to interact with him. Oh, we know where you worship and. We know that she was trying to really act like she knew what was going on. And she really didn't understand all that was being revealed to her. She thought she knew. She thought she knew all about some things that was going to take place. And then all of a sudden, Jesus said, if you knew who it was, I am that water that you're looking for. Brothers and sisters, you cannot get hung up in the physical things that you think you know or think you see because God is a God of faith and we must walk in the spirit. We must, yes, we get up and go to work. Yes, we do certain things. Yes, we do these because there are things that we do but there are, there's a place in the spirit we must understand that God is taking each and every one of us. There are things that God is doing in our lives. Uh, I saw Brother Anderson. I don't think he's in here tonight. I saw him walking across the parking lot. But I was thinking today, who has three medical clinics? He's raised them up. He's done all this hard work, and he raised them up, and then he sells them because he feels like God's calling him to be a full-time evangelist and moves to Fort Smith, Arkansas. That doesn't make, to me, that, that, that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. But sometimes when you're following, following God, you don't even understand all that he's saying to you at the time. I get reports almost on a daily basis about how people are being born again, how people are being delivered. He, he, he's all over different places in the United States. But what do you think about that? Oh no, oh no, oh no. I'm I'm going to do this, this, and this. What if God really wants to bring in a spiritual encounter in your life? What if God really today may direct you by McDonald's and you have no idea why you stopped by there? And all of a sudden you're there and somebody walks in and they say, I've been looking for you. I've just been thinking about you. That's when you start having the transformation that God is leading you and guiding you. But if you're not careful, the carnal mind says, man, I don't even like McDonald's. I'll never go there. But when the Holy Ghost starts leading and guiding you, will do things you did not even think you'd like to do. He starts leading you. But what do you think? You say, well, nothing really happens for me in my life. That's why. It's because you're walking in the flesh it's called a carnal mind you say well two plus two equals four always and so it means if i really don't like mcdonald's and i'm not pulling in there i don't care what i feel or i'm not really going to call this person that i feel like they just keep being in my spirit for several days that might be god speaking to you about them you see, you've got to be transformed. You can't, you can't just stay right there and say, boy, this, just, this makes so much sense to me. Have you ever heard somebody say, this just makes sense, I'm not even going to pray about it? Well, some things when you're walking in the Spirit, you don't have to go on a long fast. You just know that God's opening the door for you at that moment. But there are things that people don't even consider in their life. They don't even take it. In a matter, because they're conformed to how they've been taught out there or what people are saying or people on the job are saying, But but the Bible says be transformed. And brothers and sisters, it's always good to come to God's house because the Bible says there's a washing of the word. It can wash us. It can cleanse us. There can be things in our life that all of a sudden we start transforming to his Like I, I know that uh, th- there are people that they say, well, what happened to them? We just talked about a, a brother. They could tell that got the Holy Ghost and, and they could see a difference. So when you start transforming or metamorphosis, you say, boy, I can't even believe that's the same person. They are transformed. How? Because God filled them with his spirit and their thinking becomes totally different. See, Bishop back here, I can't ever imagine him not ever going to United Pentecostal Church. I heard this story about he and Sister Thomas sitting down on the porch, and that's his testimony. But I look at him, I'm thinking, what? Bishop was not always the bishop and the pastor? No. But look what God does with people's life, how he transforms people's life. He totally changes people's life. This lady, she she kept talking to Jesus and all of a sudden, this revelation come. When you are in God's presence, revelation will come if you allow it to come. Revelation will come when you're in God's presence. You say, well, how did that pastor know? He didn't know. Most of the time, the Holy Ghost just says, speak now. But Jesus brought her revelation and it changed everything for her. Changed everything. She ran back. She said, you've you got to come see this person. And, and that revelation, guess what happened? That other people became changed because she had a revelation. Come see this man. And they said, now we know for ourselves that he really is who he says he is. We know. We know for ourselves. We don't even have to take what she said because we've experienced it. We know who he is. She became transformed, and then others became transformed. In Numbers chapter 13, Moses, the the great leader of God and God's people, there was a time to move to a a place in in God's kingdom. It was called the promised land that they, they were to be at. And so he got 12 leaders, they were chosen, and they were told to go out to this land, to this promised land. and said, just go out and see what you see in this promised land. And I want you to bring this report back. You know the story, you're already there, you're already ahead of me. And that is that they came back and, and Joshua and Caleb were really, really excited about what they saw. They really wanted to experience what was there that God called the promised land, but there were 10 people. Actually, they were called leaders that decided that there was no way that they could really take that promised land. Matter of fact, the Bible says they brought up an evil report. They brought an evil report or a bad report up. Yes, yes there were giants yes there were big walls but what happened to God what happened to God they allowed carnal thinking to make them fearful and afraid brothers and sisters it's my strong belief that God is moving people of all ages to make a step towards the supernatural like never before. Bishop, Pastor Sullivan, so many. We've, we've heard people come through so many times talking about what God would do in Fort Smith. They didn't even have any idea. You, you heard Brother Jody Wells come in and say he walked around here. He was walking early just a few weeks ago and he started seeing missiles. Like there was a launch from this church that that ministries and people are going to be launched and things are going to take place. You can't see that with a carnal mind. But you can experience things when you begin to walk in God's Spirit. You can see every building on this place being filled with people and they received the Holy Ghost in them. Now that's what a revelation is. But these guys, they, they said, "No, no, 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 yeah, they're big and there's no way." And, and, and it calls the people. It calls the people to miss the promised land. God hates evil reports. Brothers and sisters, there's a thing that you can get in your life and it's you become so carnal and you become so calculated that really God is trying to move and minister and and all of a sudden it's just thinking in your brain and how can this happen? I do believe that there are people that you've been praying for that are coming and they're going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I believe that your family members... That you've been praying for are going to come and be filled with the Holy Ghost. I believe it. I was reading the uh, radically apostolic book that some of you may have purchased. I purchased it from Brother, his wife, Sister Robin Eddy, and began to talk about all kinds of stuff happening around the world and, and his missions and, and preaching and. And he also he began to say where God was asking him to start talking about stadiums being filled with, with people that come and they're filled with the Holy Ghost. And he said, God challenged me to look up how many stadiums it was that would be that there were there that were, would hold 50,000 people. So he said, I began to look and he said, if those people would come, there were millions of people that were coming to God's kingdom but your mind can't comprehend that if you're not spiritual. You're saying, well, Brother Patrick, on a Sunday we have between three and 400 in this building. They have about 170 down there and sometimes the kids. Well, where does, that, where does that, what does that look like? That's what I'm talking about. What do you think? It's not this, it's not this pie in the sky, but, but God says, okay okay you're going to go wandering for 40 years matter of fact let me tell you what happens when people don't want to receive a forward or a spiritual walk with god they start murmuring and complaining the next thing that says they started doing they wanted to go back to where they came from you want to go back to egypt you, you want to go back to all that stuff that God brought you from and how he's provided? You want to go back? See, see how the, their minds started being transformed because they got a little negative thought going on there? And then, then here's, here's the big one. They, want to start, they just want to kill their leaders. They want to kill their pastor. Well, I can't believe it. I can't believe that they'd actually want us to do something, go over and receive the promise. I can't actually believe that they would say something uh, that would be straightforward and it's going to help my soul to be saved. And that happens because people get carnal and they don't open up to what God's really wanting to do. It's because their thinking gets transformed to this world. And everything just, well, we're going to, this is what really happens. And really, I don't know. I don't know if it really are miracles, and I really don't. Joshua and Caleb, they, they ran in and started tearing their clothes off, and they said, don't rebel against the Lord. I mean, they just started saying, we can do, that." Don't, don't make this decision. And they started tearing their clothes, and, and they said, just don't fear the people. Can I tell somebody, don't fear your family. Don't fear people that you love just because you believe that God's going to do some great things in your life. There's some things that you stand for and you believe. He said it's not going to happen. If you look right in Numbers 13, right off the get-go, it talks about i give you the land. That that was a word before they sent the first spy out. It's yours. Basically, just go look at it. And then the enemy operates in fear. He wants to send fear and confusion in your mind and your heart. God's not confusing you. Well, I don't know if I should make this step. Well, if God's leading you, it may be a step of faith and you take those steps of faith. You're walking because he is in control. He is leading you. He's guiding you. And you walk by faith and we don't walk by sight. The kingdom of God operates. That's what happened when this land just recently, and you saw that Sunday that $170,000 given. That's a faith deal, brothers and sisters. That's believing that God will do what he said he wanted to do in this city. And he is going to do that because there are many of you that believe that. So my challenge will be tonight is what do you really think? Do you really think you're just gonna write it out here for the next couple years? Or do you really think that God has some purpose and plan for your life and your family and some things you you can't even see yet? Do you want to walk after those? I, there's a couple times that God just, He just when God speaks it and all of a sudden somebody starts speaking against it, God hates that. He hates that. That's why it's so very important that when the man of God or the the pastor especially says, this is where God's leading us. Yes, sir, we're going wherever you're leading us, pastor. We may not understand it, but we're gonna walk by faith. We're going to see the revival that Bishop and Pastor Sullivan, they've been preaching for years. We do believe that. And it's happening every Sunday. People are being filled with the Holy Ghost and they're being baptized in Jesus' name. So what do you think? Do you really think that God is allowing you to be a part of this and to walk after this? Galatians Five sixteen says this I say, then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh if you walk in the spirit, you will find that will of God you will understand that Galatians three three are you so foolish having begun in the spirit are you now made perfect by the flesh he starts saying the he starts saying you, you think the law it's going to bring you all this after you've been filled with the Holy Ghost? You think you can go back? He's going, no, no, no. This is a spiritual kingdom. And this is a spiritual walk that I'm walking after God. So I'm here to challenge you tonight that there are some things that, that may stretch you, that may seem so odd as we move towards a rapture of the church. But God really, does wanna have a church that's powerful and strong and mighty. And he will have one, but will I be a part of that strong and mighty and powerful church? I I know it's kinda hard. Uh, I know the Kodos and Pollards, they're campus pastors now, but there's times you go over there and it's probably a good thing they got new pastors over there, good pastors probably. couple Tuesday ago I thought oh Lord did they hear I was coming there's 11 people showed up they've been having way more than that but but sometimes you're there and you think Lord we know what you've promised we we know what you've said about that church and but am I going to continue to walk by faith and I'm going to believe you're going to do exactly what you said you're going to do Yes, he will do those things. But you can't just be looking right here all the time. There's nothing wrong with looking at your bank account, but your bank account's not going to save you. God's going to save you. There's nothing wrong with trying to think that you need to do this. There's nothing wrong with planning. We talked about the even staff meeting couple weeks ago yeah we all need to be good stewards of what god's doing and we we do need to plan but friend you can't just calculate everything in your checkbook and what you're feeling at the time but god is asking us to walk in faith to see the his wonders and his mighty move amen i don't know if it's helping any of you it's been what's been challenging me for for days am i really believing What what do I think, Do I really believe that, I know we hear this stuff and it's not just preacher language and yeah, yeah, I've heard Brother Sullivan get up there and I heard the preacher just different, somebody just said this a visiting, oh, God's gonna fill this place up many times over. I really believe that God's gonna fill this place up many times over. I believe that. And I believe that God has got people in here that all of a sudden you're going to either talk to somebody in your family and then there could be 25 or 50 people from that one family start coming. We've seen that happen. Brother Thomas was here, pastor, when I think it was well over 25, almost 30 from one family, because one person made a decision. And all of a sudden their family started coming in and started getting baptized and changed. What do you think? Well, you know, I like it. I like my seat. I like coming. I kind of know everybody here. I don't want to know everybody here. And I really don't know everybody here. I'm sorry. New people are coming on Sundays and I just really don't know them all. But the Lord will put thoughts in your mind that we may not understand. I was talking to Brother Wes about this today. There are thoughts that God began to speak. And you think, well, well, that's wishful thinking. And all of a sudden, it's just not wishful thinking. It's what God really wants to do for you. You think, well, that would be nice. Well, let's let God be God. Let's let God provide. Let's let God do great things. I, I heard... Uh, Brother J.J. Bourne, he's a prophet, and I heard something he said a while back. I was actually watching a a tape where he was preaching, and this gentleman had worked for this company. It's too long to go through all this stuff and how he started working. It was just wild how this started happening. He lost his job, and he came to church. I don't know what I'm going to do. He had a really good job, and Brother Bourne says, okay, I'm going to pray. Go out, look. He said, but the first job you come to, he said, take it. Man got about halfway out the door and he said, even if they offer you $50 a week. He said, Brother Bourne, he said, there is no way. $50 a week? He said, that was the word of the Lord. Man went out. A couple hours he came back and uh, Brother Bourne said, well, did you get a job? Yeah, I got a job. He said, How much are they gonna pay you? Fifty dollars a week. Did you take it? I took it. And it just goes on. The guy gives him raise next week. And the guy gives him raise the next week. God gives him raise the next week. God just keeps giving him raises until this company just starts just going. It was a startup company it just kept going. And and then finally the man over the com- over the company, he he's there and he he's uh he just unexpectedly dies and the company gets turned over to his wife. And now they're wanting to sell this company for all this amount of money. And so the guy from the church, he goes and talks to the banker. No offense, Brother Jensen. He said, he's a really good man, but, but yeah, he'll loan you and he's going to charge you interest for all that, that you want. Yeah, he'll give you the loan, so go ahead. He said, but God wants to give you that company. He's looking at him like, What? He said, yeah, God wants to give you the company. So he said, oh, man, I, I, I better go get the loan. He said, okay, go ahead and pay all that money and interest if you want to. He said, but God wants to give you the company. So y'all don't, some of y'all don't even believe a thing I'm saying. This is just a crazy story and, out there. And he's saying. so he said, I get there, and he said, I'm talking. And she's, they called us in, and he said, now, Brother Bourne, she, she's with fire fires because now she's wanting to talk to us said, she's wanting to talk to us. And he said, uh, she may fire. She said, no, she's not gonna fire. So just gonna be a point in there. And uh, she's actually gonna offer you this company. So said, me and another guy go in and she's there and she is ballistic. She is mad in this meeting. She's, she's mad and she's throwing papers and she just says, I hate this company. I can't stand anything about this company. She's filtering through those papers. She grabs one and just hands it to the guy and says, if you'll just sign this, I'll just give this company to you. And just gave him the whole company. Brother Bourne started talking about how much he gives to the church a week. He said, that ain't bad what they give to the church every week. But see, we don't really believe that that could happen. We don't, we don't really think, we, we think that stuff, but God is ready to expose some things and, and allow us to walk in dimensions that, that he really desires for his people to walk in. I agree with you, Bishop Thomas. You and I were talking many years ago out in the lobby. He said, I think God really wants to do some great things with people if He can trust what they can do with it. I really do believe that God wants to do some great things. It takes faith. It takes faith. It takes faith. So there are going to be things and you, you're going to pray and you're going to say, God, I don't understand why you're placing this in my mind, but there's some things I'm going to do. And, and, and then you may actually have to talk to pastor or, or one of us and say, is this a God thing or is this just something? And probably a lot of the times it will be God speaking, but it's going to take a step of faith for you to do those things that God's asking you to do in your life. It's going to take faith to do those things. Romans 8 and 6, maybe 61, I think, 8 and 6, it says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. It's a life and peace. Ephesians 4, 23 says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. He said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And in 2 Corinthians 4 through five, it says, bring every thought into captivity. Bring in those thoughts that that are coming that are negative or carnal thoughts. And it says, capture them. Just grab a hold of them. It's like you just grab them and you just stick them in this sail and say, no, you're not speaking that to me. You're not gonna torment my mind like that just... Here you go. You're going to stay right here. Because if not, fear will dominate your life. But if you take time to go through Hebrews 11, you'll find it says, by faith. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Noah. By faith, Enoch. It just by faith. And in some places, it says, through faith. So there's there's this walking after God that, God, you really are who you say you are and you will do great things. Even the disciples, I'm fixing to walk down somebody's road here just for a minute. They were, they were men of trade. There were fishermen in that group and and they knew really, now I'm not a real good fisherman, but there's, they were really good fishermen and they knew that's, that's what they did for a living. They, they caught all these fish and then they decided they are going to go back out and they were casting their nets and it says they fished all night and caught nothing. They, they didn't catch anything. They, they're up there and then Jesus says, why don't you just go out and cast a net on the other side? Now, I don't know about you, but I've been there a few times where I'm thinking, man, I've done everything I think I know to do. Then all of a sudden, the Lord says, do this. Lord, nevertheless, at thy word, I'll just do it. They went out, they cast the nets, and they brought in that big hawk. See, that's, that's when your thinking becomes totally different than it has. Because if you get locked into those things, you just park the boat, you pull the nets up, and there's no great catch. That's what happens in our lives, brothers and sisters, because we just we plan things, we think this is how it's going to be, and we just, this is this and this, and then we leave no room for God to move or speak. So I'm here to challenge you to believe that God really does have something planned for your life. So when you're up and out, believe that God wants to use your life every day. That he wants to use where you're at, where you live, where you go to the store. What are your gifts and callings? What is God called in your life? Uh, uh, I'm gonna embarrass him, but I don't mean to. Brother Kendi one time they asked me if I wanted to come and help them a little bit down in his shop, his cabinet shop or pew shop or something. And uh, I was down there working and I was doing a little sanding and uh, boy, it was hot. And uh, it was in a real old older building, one of their first buildings they had and it was hot. And uh, I was just sweating and sweat started falling on that wood. It didn't bother me that it was falling on that wood. It didn't bother me a bit. Good, faithful, loving, kind, Brother Kendi says, We can't let water get on that because when they put stain on there, that spot's going to show. It didn't matter to me if I got water everywhere on that wood. But to the master carpenter, it was real important because there are things that i didn't understand even about wood and there's things about your life you're not a piece of wood but you're a vessel that god is directing sometimes he says go left and you go left this feels good right left lord left left so you go left and all of a sudden boom, this great opportunity or door just starts opening up. And you would have never walked it if you'd have stayed controlled by your carnal thinking, carnal reasoning. I I don't know who I'm speaking to tonight, but God's challenging some of us. Just throw your net on the other side. I know you've done it. I know you've tried some things, but just throw your net on the other side. Well, Lord, I've talked to him a hundred times. Well, maybe he'll tell you to say something differently now. And you'll say it. And all of a sudden, you are like, wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I'll be a part of that. Or yes, I want that. Through faith and by faith. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Ephesians three. 20 says, exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. That's a lot, a lot, according to this power. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. Does it make any sense to call out their name again? Yes, it does. Does it make any sense to walk up here and to... Give when you feel like there's even sometimes extra to give. Yes, give. Be faithful. Be faithful. Does it make any sense to be led by the Holy Ghost and all of a sudden, he just opens a door for you? But you got to be transformed, brothers and sisters, by the renewing of your mind. If you're not careful, you'll get bitter. You'll just start questioning everything going on around you, and you just you don't even have confidence. And, but I'm asking you tonight, say, God, would you help me to allow this metamorphosis just to transform me? Lord, would you just speak? I, I, I know it seems impossible. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here. I have a cousin that has been her husband, end up being apostolic. She may be watching, but she, she didn't see the apostolic message. And I've been praying, oh God, oh God, oh God, you got to save her. My dad, my mom, different ones prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed forever. I'm thinking, I don't know how this is going to happen. She started going to the United Pentecostal Church after her husband died a little bit. She'd visit. I'm thinking, how? How is this going to happen? God, I don't know how it's going to happen. Hey, has anybody ever been in that boat? Maybe you're there right now. God, I don't understand how you're going to move this. And my cousin that doesn't go to an apostolic church. She will. Doesn't go to apostolic church, but she was talking to my sister. And she said, you know, mom's just had a spell or stroke and they've got her in the hospital and I was up there. And she said, but when I walked in that room, I could almost tell you, sound like mama was speaking in tongues. God's in control. We can't just put all this thinking and thinking, boy, that hey, God is bigger than all of us. Amen. There are things he wants to do. It's not his will that any should perish. But sometimes we just, we, I was telling Brother Wes even today, sometimes we just want it like we think it's got to happen. God's bigger than our mind he wants to do more than we can even ask or think. He wants to just bless and help us. Bible says if you'll just give with your life and even find, he's he just gonna bless you over and over and over. Do you really believe that? What do you think about that? Bible says let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I believe that. Would you stand with me? Brother Levi Jensen said something at the close of last Wednesday night. I was in Spanish church. He said this at the conclusion of his message, at the message to altar call. Some of you are going to take offense to this because you've you got carnal reasoning going on here. you got carnal thinking going on. But he said this. This is really not to do with you at all, some of you. He said, it's about you being here that God is raising up your children to be a great evangelist and prophet and people of God. See, some of you don't like that because... You think it's got to be about you. It's really about Him. What do I think, brothers and sisters? I think that God can do anything He chooses to do. I think there is great apostolic revival. I do believe that stadiums will be filled. I do believe that this church will continue to grow and there will be just such an outgrowth. I do believe that. I believe that you're going to have kids that are going to be evangelists and pastors and teachers. I believe that. But what do you think about it? That's where you've got to get in prayer. You've got to get to the prayer room. You've got to get in these altars and say, God, what do you really want to do? God, where are you really moving? What are you really saying now? God, I've just been challenging me. What do you really think, Ronnie? What do you really think? I've wrestled with God about this thing. God, I, I told my wife, God started putting something in my head, and I said, I don't have a clue why He's putting this in my head. I don't even really need what God's wanting to do. Why do I, I really, I really don't even need this right now? And, and I kept thinking, God, what, why, why are you doing this? Why do I keep thinking? Why do I, I don't understand it? And then all of a sudden, He began to reveal to me what He wanted to do. He wants to bless His people mightily. I walked the I was writing it down. I just wrote it down in the prayer room, Sister Paula. And no more if I wrote it down. it come out of your mouth. God, you really want to do good gifts for your church. You really want to give your people good gifts. And I thought, boy, that's pretty good. I just wrote it down and it come out of her mouth. She just walked in the prayer room. God really wants to do good things. He really does. But we'll move to that level of thinking and expectation. God. If you say there's a promised land we're gonna go if you say there's things we're gonna do it i know there's obstacles and i know there's giants and fear can be there i'm gonna walk on and i'm gonna believe it amen i want you to begin to just call out some things in your life that maybe god has has spoken to you father in the name of jesus christ God, there are people that are here. Lord, they're going to speak the name. They're going to to remember, Lord, those things, and they're going to just trust you. They're going to believe you, God, and they're going to start seeing signs and miracles because they're obedient to you. They're being transformed. They're they're, they're not just going to be thinking carnal, Lord. They're going to think spiritual. They're going to think about those things that you really want to do in in their life and their family, oh God in the name of jesus lord break off these chains this carnal thinking god let it be where we move in the spirit god that all things are possible with you there's nothing too hard the dead can be raised the blind can see there are financial miracles for people in this house lord there are things you want to do for your people God, help us to walk in faith. Help us not to just get carnal and say, well, this is how it's always been and this is what adds up, God. You know, my Shekha. God, I come against that spirit right now. Help us to go to that promised land that you've asked us to go to. Help us to see those things, God, that you really want us to experience. My God, there is a time. We're running out of time. We are your people. We are your children. There are promises, God. There is a miracle. There is a miracle. I can hear a sound of wind blowing. I can hear it sound like a, a rushing wind that's blowing across people's lives. Oh, God. Oh, God. Just let God work. God can't speak into your situation. God can bring life into that situation. God can bring clarity in that situation. He's God. He's in control. Let Him have control in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus come on church there's going to be some stretching some of you're going to have to start walking in faith you are going to have to start believing that that god really is going to do those things it's going to take a heck of faith you're going to have to move out. You're going to have to experience those things. you got to quit playing it safe all the time. Ha. Come on, pray in the Spirit. Release some things right now. Come on, release some things right now. Oh, that's it somebody's tapping into this thing somebody's believing that god you are in control we are not going to be conformed to this world we are going to see we are going to be apostolic we are going to experience those things that jesus desire Oh. oh, you need to drive by your lost children's house and just say, Lord, I, I, Lord, right now, I claim them again in Jesus' name. I believe the words you've spoken. They're not here, but they're coming, Lord. I don't see it now, but I will see it, God. I see the promise you have spoken, oh God. I can't tell Mama she can't tell Ha! You can't tell Mama she. You can't tell Mama she can't tell la le Mama, she turn it around, turn it around, turn it around, God, turn it around. You're greater than any giant. You're stronger than any force. You're mightier than any wicked way, O God, in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, O God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. It, Lord, Jesus? Oh, katala la kotala. Oh, katala la mo kotala la mo kotaya. Hallelujah, Oh, mighty God, in the name of Jesus.
0: Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I hope this word has blessed you. If you are in the River Valley area and are looking for a church to attend, we would love for you to join us right here at TPC. Services are Sunday at 11 a.m. and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. You can visit us at our website at www.tpcfortsmith.com and on Facebook at the Pentecostal Church Fort Smith. Here you will find any information you may need. Thank you and God bless.